Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network on this Monday. Well... Brent Creeley, our producer, normally puts a date. What what day is it, Fr- uh, Brent? You didn't put the day on here. It's the twenty fourth. It's the twenty fourth. May the twenty fourth. Yes, sir. What year is it, Brent? Twenty twenty one. COVID makes you forget the. It does. It does. Twenty twenty one. You sure? Yes, sir. Okay. That's, that's Brent Creeley, our producer. Is it? Can you hear Frank? Mm-hmm. All right. So here's the situation, ladies and gentlemen, for this show today. Ed's here, Ed Battagliano. Good morning, Ed. Hey, good morning, Tim. Fred Jackson. Yes, sir. Good morning. Our, our hockey, we call them affectionately our hockey guys here. <laughs> and uh, sitting in with us today in studio, not in North Carolina, but in studio here at Tupelo is Dr. Frank Turek. Good morning, Brother Frank. Good morning, Brother Tim. I was at a fight the other day and a hockey game <laughs> broke out. <laughs> <laughs> you need some new material, man, already. Don't uh, give up your no, day job. Those, these guys over here only heard that a thousand times. Uh, anyway, w- welcome to Tupelo. I'm I'm welcomed in Tupelo. Right, you're going to be doing some uh, stuff for us today. That's right. And we look forward to uh, to having the uh, video series that we're going to be providing for our supporters as a premium later on. And Frank's here to record that and do some other stuff with us. Uh, so. Uh, how's the ministry cross-examined? The ministry cross-examined is going well, thank you. I have a podcast and radio program, as you know, here on the American Family Radio Network on Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Sundays, Central, Central Time. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, we're about ready to get back on college campuses, Tim. Have you been engaging many uh, – and that's when you – Tell, tell folks what you do when you go out to these college campuses. We do a, a presentation based on a book I co-wrote with Norman Geisler called I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. So we're giving evidence that Christianity is true on the college campus. We also do it at churches and high schools. And on a college campus, once we're done with the presentation, we open it up for questions, for Q&A. And we record all that on video so you can see that on our YouTube channel. What's your YouTube channel? Cross-examine, two words. Cross-examined YouTube channel. There's a lot of good stuff there, isn't there? Yeah, we've got a lot of kids asking questions. I've, I've watched some of those videos, like on Friday afternoon when I'm just killing time before I go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch uh, some of Frank's. That was a dig. <laughs> killing time. No. But I got nothing else to do. Yeah. No. It's, yeah. it's, very, it's, it's actually very it's good. It's an insult right off the bat. That's right. I've been here five minutes. I'm just beating Frank to it because uh, yeah, right. he usually hammers can, me regularly. Yes, he can dish it. He can dish it. I'm from New Jersey. Forget uh, about it. <laughs> the Jersey, the Jersey guys here. Uh, all right, so we uh, we got a an hour for you here. With uh, well, Frank may stay longer, an hour and a half. But we've got a lot of topics to cover today. We hope you had a great weekend. Ed, tell folks how they can join us on what you affectionately call that their internet. Yes, if you want to watch us do radio, and we do have Dr. Frank Turk. Yes, we is- do. You know, pretty good looking. So yeah. if you want to see a a a, a, a kind of GQ, not up close though, a GQ face, <laughs> you can watch yeah. us do radio. You go to YouTube or Facebook and search for today's issues and click through, and you can watch us do radio. You can stream this show live 
on AFR.net on your computer. If you are planning on going um, out and you don't have a terrestrial radio station. Or a mask on. Or, or a mask on. You can download the AFR app on your smartphone or other portable device. And you can listen wherever you have good internet. You know, I'm not prone to, to wanting to go up to people randomly and, and, and force an issue. There's something inside my soul that wants to go up to these people walking around outside with a mask on now and say, what are you doing? Well, maybe after you pull down the mask, you can see why. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point. I never thought about that. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I just, do you still see some folks walking mm-hmm. around outside, even though there's been no confirmed cases of COVID transmitted outside? I see them running with masks on. Well, that's insane. Well, that's usually, they, are they coming from a bank? Duly noted, Ed. That may be a different, whole different thing. This is a great. This has been a great season for bank robbers. (laughs) This uh, season of COVID here. All right, uh, what do we got going on, Fred? You may remember uh, back in March of last year, or February, then President. What year was it, Fred? uh, (laughs) That would be 2020. 2020. Okay. Yep. You may remember then President Donald Trump said he believed that the virus, COVID virus, came from a lab, Wuhan lab, in China. And the reaction he got was that, you're a xenophobe, you're a racist, how dare you say that the Chinese would deliberately create a virus to infect the whole world? Now, did he say deliberately? It came from, it came from, it yeah, but there's crea- a difference. It was uh, created just, just crea- 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 in the lab. It okay, crea- I don't want to interrupt your train of thought here. That's rare for me. Yeah, <laughs> and you're not prone to it. Yeah, it is what, that? I just, I just wanted to differentiate. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. Here's our guest. Uh, the difference is, you release a a uh, virus intentionally to make the world sick, versus it escaped from a lab in Wuhan where they were testing it. For some other reasons. Now, what are you Versus, talking about? Well, what are you talking about Trump said? The virus came out of a lab in Wuhan. Yes. We That's all what he yes. said. Okay. He was correct. Gotcha. And he was charged with being racist, xenophobic, yeah, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And, and said, they said that you don't know that. How can you, you say do, that? You don't yeah, know that. Right. All right. Uh, because one of the explanations at the time that it jumped from an animal to a human being. All right. And the country seemed to go with that. Like because, it's a flea. Like it's a flea. Well, have a listen to this. This is the Wall Street Journal on the weekend. Three researchers from China's Wuhan Institute of Virology became sick enough in November 2019 Mm -hmm. that they sought hospital care, according to a previously undisclosed U.S. intelligence report that could add weight to growing calls for a fuller probe of whether the COVID-19 virus may have escaped from that laboratory. Now, why is that important? Because it goes back initially to what the president was saying, which he was roundly condemned for. It goes back to why all the hesitation, the left-wing media, Democrats. Remember Nancy Pelosi? She was outraged that the president would say that. In fact, she said, you ought to go down to Chinatown and and Mm. visit. In San Francisco. In San Francisco. Remember that? He had scenes. Well... Senator Tom Cotton, Republican Senator Tom Cotton, 
says now's the time with this growing evidence that President Trump was right in his initial assessment. Now it's time for a serious investigation into what went on at that Wuhan uh, lab. Cut number eight. The letter that I joined Senator Ron Johnson, a handful of other senators on, very specifically asks the National Institutes of Health why they were funding gain-of-function research in these Wuhan labs. Now, Dr. Fauci has been to Congress, and he said this absolutely did not happen. But Dr. Fauci is playing word games. So the money that the NIH gave went to an American organization, which turned around and gave hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, to these Wuhan labs to investigate coronaviruses and, yes, to find ways to make them more contagious and more dangerous. And uh, we asked Francis Collins, who was Dr. Fauci's boss, to come clean, to l- tell us exactly what was happening, why this research was being funded during a time in which the Obama administration had explicitly banned this kind of gain-of-function research, research into making some of the world's deadliest pathogens even more dangerous. Right. Dr. Fauci has been on six sides of every issue, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because I thought he, didn't he just come out and say it possibly was created there now? Uh, we're, we're going to play cut number six for you. Have Fauci in his own words. Are you still confident that it developed naturally? No, actually, no, I'm not convinced uh, about that. I think that we should continue to investigate what went on in China until we find out to the best of our ability exactly what happened. Flip-flopping Fauci. You know, I didn't realize, Fred, until I just heard that previous clip that Francis Collins is his boss. Do you guys know Francis Collins is? Francis Collins is the head of the Human Genome Project who's a Christian. Right. And, I mean, I don't know how the pecking order goes if he's his boss and how much authority he has over this guy, but this is... Fauci is just one week wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Wear two masks. Forget masks. They're no good. Right? What? what? And he's from Brooklyn or something too. I don't know what's going on here. That's that's also uh, one of the downsides of uh, the Anthony Fauci story. Um, Listen, he was in two separate arguments with Senator Rand Paul over the last I don't know three weeks, where Rand Paul was grilling Fauci. Over this uh, exchange of funds, now what uh, Senator Tom Cotton was saying, it's basically, I think you described it, Tim, as money laundering. Because under the Obama administration, they banned what's called gain-of-function research. And my understanding, and we do have a doctor here on the panel uh, today, so you correct me if I'm wrong. Not but the kind that can help you, but go ahead. <laughs> yes, gain of yeah, I've got a little. My shoulder's been sore. Uh, gain of function is you uh, take a virus that is already in the world naturally. You you let me just put it in my terms. You jack it up so that it becomes even more contagious, supposedly, so that you can develop the antivirals or the uh, the antidote to the the jacked up virus in case someone use it as a biological weapon or in case it mutates the obama administration wisely okay we'll give kudos to uh whomever does the right thing wisely said no that is just asking for an accidental release of a highly contagious virus that is man made and because of that ban what apparently Fauci's uh, group was doing was giving the money to an American company that then did the funding. 
And so they were kind of laundering that federal money to do that research at the Wuhan lab in China. But you're not saying that Dr. Fauci is in in on intentionally sickening the world. No, no, no. Okay, I just want to make clear what we're talking about here. Right. What what he's to be faulted for, I'm saying. So you would say, if if he's to be faulted, and I'm not talking about the triple face mask, no face mask, uh, you know, flip-flopping. I'm talking about something. I'm I'm talking about this, this, this money that went from the United States government through this, uh, through Fauci's organization, which is a tax-funded right organization, to the Wuhan lab. Yes, via through a uh, conduit. Th- yes, through a conduit. So, if it becomes clear that that's what happened, all Fauci was doing was playing circumventing, circumventing right. the law in order to do the research that he believed should be done. Gotcha, gotcha. This, and, that's what that's what's at play here. Well, the other question is though, when President Trump. Then President Trump was making these allegations early on. Yes. Fauci did not back him up. Did not offer the possibility that the president was right at that time. That it was that it was created instead of uh, jump from an animal to a human being. Okay. Well, listen. The bottom line here is well, there's maybe multiple bottom lines. The bottom line here is this virus uh, came from this lab in Wuhan, China, and whether it was released intentionally, which is a rather sinister thought, but some people believe that, or whether it was it escaped unintentionally, uh, which I think is more likely, but uh, it, it almost certainly didn't come from bats hundreds of miles away from Wuhan. At a wet That's, market. At a wet market. Probably can happen. Right. I'm not a scientist, but I understand that that kind of thing can happen. But this was created in a lab in Wuhan, China, and it, it escaped. I'm going to go with the escape scenario. And that's the reason that China, the communist Chinese government, came in almost immediately. And, and remember, they, what do you call it when they uh, shut down a community? They locked t- it down. Locked yeah. it down. They locked it. Yeah. They locked it down. You remember that? And then you remember all the people flying from there mm-hmm. over to Italy? Mm-hmm. Remember the uh, the business connections there? Yes. And then all these people started dropping like flies in Italy. And we were all watching that going, my goodness, what is going on? That's what scared the daylights out of everybody, I think, because we thought what's going to happen, what was happening in Italy uh, was going to happen in the United States. Now, a lot of people did die. But uh, but in Italy, they didn't know what had hit them, so to speak. Right. So anyway, um, Dr. Fauci, the word games thing that Senator Cotton's talking about, mm-hmm. here's what he's talking about, is what Ed was referring to. Dr. Fauci appeared before Congress and got into a sparring match with Senator Rand Paul twice. And 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 Senator Rand Paul, as I understand it, was, was trying to make the Fauci own up to a a financial launderings, what I called it. That's a criminal word. But uh, in other words, I know we didn't give money, says Fauci, to the Wuhan lab for this kind of uh, research. But what Fauci didn't say was, but we gave money to somebody else who gave money to the Wuhan lab. Mm-hmm. And he never said that. Right? Is that right? Now, Fauci may even reject, I don't know what he would reject, that idea that that is on him. But Yeah, he... he- we, we want to be fair. He has denied that that's what happened. What Senator Rand Paul was questioning him about 
grilling him about and what Senator Tom Cotton is was is just saying. We played the clip. Dr. Fauci is saying, no, that did not happen. He said, we did not fund this gain-of-function research in Wuhan. But there's one other fact from this Wall Street Journal story that goes back to what the president President Trump was upset at the time with China for not telling the world that there was a problem. This story says people in that lab were getting sick in November 2019. And, okay. chi- and China said nothing about it. Remember, it was President Trump who said we're not going to allow flights in from China? Yes. That's when he was charged with being a racist and xenophobic. By Biden. By Biden, by Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. all of those. Yeah. So now we have evidence going back to November 2019, three to four months before we really knew about it here, the Chinese were aware there was a problem going on in that lab. You're saying President Trump was right. Yes. That's what you're saying. And he was roundly mocked at the time for yes. what he said. Of course, that yes. wouldn't be the first time that's happened. Mm-hmm. But that's what you're saying, Fred. Yes. Right. Well, th- this is another <clears throat> instance of an adage I like to say that science doesn't say anything scientists do. Like Fauci, as I mentioned earlier, has been on six sides of every issue, right? Wear masks, don't wear masks, wear double mask. you know. It, it, he's all over the place. Why is he all over the place? Well, there could be a number of reasons for that. Maybe he's got wrong data. Maybe he's got changing data. Maybe he's interpreting the data in a way that fits with his worldview. Maybe he's got political pressure to interpret the data in a certain way, right? In other words, science doesn't say a word. It's what scientists are going to say about the data. And sometimes their political pressure or their philosophical outlook or new information that comes in will change how they interpret the data. This is why we've got conflicting uh, advice on COVID ever since the beginning, right? This is why people, they don't know where to get their information from anymore. They, they just, I don't know what, to, I don't know well, who remember, to trust. Remember the surface uh, we were told? Yes. Oh, yeah, surface. Yeah, yeah. So I joke that we washed the fingerprints off our hands. You know, remember that during that time period? Sure. And, and you know what? Uh, I don't, there's, there's nothing wrong with, at the time, we didn't know everything, right? Right. right. But, but now what we're saying is, I think what you're saying mm-hmm. is the scientists say something. The science, here, what you're, what happens is if at the time, if we just, if I'd have said, you know, we may not be getting this from the surfaces. Uh, People just, would that, say, that, yeah, they, they you're cancel not following you. The science. They cancel you. Yeah, yeah. they cancel you yeah, at yeah. the time, which is what happened to President Trump. Yeah. And, 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 and yet you come back a year later and they go, CDC says you can't get it from surfaces, or at least there's a tiny, tiny chance. You get it from close contact. And with you one can't another. get it if you're protesting at a BLM rally. <laughs> right. Truly <laughs> 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 noted. Well, then, well, then yeah. what is wrong then with simply saying in our culture that um, science changes, the information we have changes? So this is what we're saying today. Mm-hmm. Our opinion may change tomorrow because this is a novel virus, it's a new virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in two weeks, we may come back. But the, the quote-unquote scientific community, or at least the scientists who were on television, were kept saying, this is the science, follow the science. What's wrong with simply saying, we don't know everything, we're trying to catch up? I'll tell you another thing. I'll give you a, a, an example of what happened uh, to, along these lines. We're in uh, Last September, we're in Washington, D.C. By we, I mean my wife and I, Allison, and we're leading our, Stephen McDowell, we're leading our group around. we got 50, 50 or so people. 
and it's on our spiritual heritage tour. We can't go inside the Capitol. So we're outside the Capitol, and a United States congressman is talking to our group. Outside, beautiful day, open air. Obviously outside, open air, right? They get right. together. This guy stops. Nobody has a mask on Okay, in our group. Nobody has a mask on. This guy stops jogging with his mask on, this, and, and he starts berating us from about 30 feet away. Well, the funny thing was he pulled his mask down to berate us. Yes. And and uh, our, the congressman who was there told the guy, get your mask back on. Yeah. If you're going to ber- yell at us, yeah. get your mask back on, <laughs> sort of mocking what he's doing to us. Right. He's berating and he said, you, don't, you, you folks you don't care about, uh, you're not showing uh, that you care about others. Uh, and he's saying, you know, you're just following that dingbat in the White House. He was obviously a far lefty, thought he had seized upon a group of, people who were outside and it was none of this guy's business. And if he didn't want to get COVID from us, he should have just ran on by and continued his jog and said he felt the need to, to stop and, and tell us how to handle ourselves. Okay. Now, so I want to, I'll never meet this guy again, but next time we take a group to DC in June, I hope he comes jogging by again <laughs> uh, without his mask on. Because I'm going to say, uh, you were following the science, and guess what? A year later, your science that you mocked us for as ignorant yahoos uh, turns out to be wrong because you can't get COVID outside uh, walking around. And you see what I'm saying? Right. This goes back to our point just a minute ago about how the, quote, science, which is supposed to be settled, end quote, uh, turns out to be wrong or has to be changed or amended. There's nothing wrong with doing that medicine and science do do that a lot, but don't, don't mock and deride people for having an opinion maybe that's different from yours and, and, and then, and then call them anti-science like this the fellow Science did. is tentative. So, what now? It's tentative. Science is tentative because you get new information sometimes that changes things Like the around. earth didn't flat? Well, did that change? There are certain that- things that we can know scientifically with great precision but when you have a virus and as you can see it's affected different people differently sure um, you had it yeah i had it you yeah, were sick I, for what a couple i was days, sick maybe? for a day and then i was tired for about 10 days but uh it affects different people differently and to, to put a blanket statement that this thing is deadly for everyone it's just not true what would have been better at the time was for people to say president trump claims this to be so we don't know mm-hmm we don't know. Time will tell. But instead, the liberal media and the Democrats and everybody, whatever Trump says, we're against. Yeah. So that's what the, the the politics of it is what you're talking about. Yes. And you're talking, and you're also talking about Dr. Fauci at the time. You're saying he didn't, Fred. You're saying he didn't. He didn't say about what the president claimed. He may be right. Time will tell, as I said. And mm-hmm. the instead they were saying no. He he was saying. There's no evidence that it came from the Wuhan lab mm-hmm. and was released unintentionally. It's what you're saying. Yes, yes. The politics. See, that was, that was the genius of Trump, you know. When Trump started to wear masks, then the media started questioning the value of masks. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Whatever he did, there, there, there was the opposite, right? That's, yeah, that's true. That's and what he did. That's why. Uh, anyway, we'll be back in a minute. Stay with us. You're listening to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Should you want to send us an email... The address is comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. Don't 
Dr. Frank Turek in studio with us today. <coughs> Just wear we'll a mask back. when you send that comment, please. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. On the next Today's Issues. We appreciate hearing from you. You can send us an email at comments at AFR.net. I pastor a small church, so I have to have a full-time job on the side. Uh, when I try to feed the flock, y'all feed me, and I thank God for y'all. If you want to uh, watch the show live, you can go to Facebook or YouTube. Just type in Today's Issues, and you can also access the stories that we talk about. Don't miss the next Today's Issues. Weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central on American Family Radio. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. There are only two sexes, male or female. If you're conceived with a Y chromosome, you will develop into a male. In His Image is a documentary featuring life-changing testimonies of former LGBT individuals. In my most formative years of development of sexuality, I went through a brutal time of uh, sexual distortion, molestation. Visit InHisImage.movie to watch In His Image. Well, everybody, welcome to this unboxing video as we unbox my hormone blockers. In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit InHisImage.movie. You're made in the image of God. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. Homeschool numbers are skyrocketing across the nation, in part because of the China virus, but mostly because parents have grown frustrated with public schools indoctrinating instead of educating. That's a big problem for Yale professor Philip Grosky. He says that Christian homeschooling is a major vector of white Christian nationalism. The other day, Professor Grosky posted a photo of a homeschool advertisement. He was apparently triggered that students were being taught to love America, that patriotism was part of the curriculum. He also shared a story from Christianity Today calling for parents to root out what he called the nationalist weed in Christian education. Christianity Today is a far-left religious magazine. It's my opinion the country is a lot better off with homeschool kids raised to believe the United States is one nation under God instead of public school kids raised to believe America is a bastion of racism and white supremacy. I'm Todd Starnes. Trust the Lord with all your heart and don't depend on your own understanding. Remember the Lord in all you do and He will give you success. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. 
Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Thanks for listening to AFR. Tim Wildman, Evan Tagliano, Fred Jackson, and Dr. Frank Turek. Frank's in studio with us today. Uh, hails from sh- the Charlotte area. His ministry is called Cross Examined, and you hear him each Tuesday with us. And he has uh, Cross Examined Radio on the weekends here on American Family Radio. Uh, go ahead, Fred. Well, uh, still with uh, COVID-19, this will come as a shock. Sometimes we have politicians in this country who tell everybody else what to do but don't do it themselves. Never. Mm. You yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Never heard of such a thing. Yeah. Do as I say, don't do as I do. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, let me just say this and stop you there just real quick. If if liar liar pants on fire was a real thing it would make a lot more it'd be a lot more fun watching the nightly news when it comes to politicians you, Let, see what, you guys see what i did there i, I know very oh, very good very good Ed. you're welcome let's go up to michigan governor gretchen whitmer let's not <laughs> you're probably not? not allowed how about not not allowed <laughs> yeah that's right so they still have restrictions pandemic restrictions up there one of them being as dictated by the governor, that you can't be in groups any larger than six people. Mm. Okay, because still, still. Thankfully, they didn't have the golf match up there yesterday. Huh? <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> well, are you, you know, serious? They're still under a six-person mandate. They are, except the, for her. She can travel to Florida with as many people from the as she dictator? wants. Right? Yeah, that's right. And how is yeah. she? I know. Just to make so many questions, how is she still having have the authority to? As a legislature, they're giving her the authority, or well, her executive well, emergency authority. Uh, she's orders still ex- extend forever. Yeah, yeah, she's still extending okay. these, these orders. Well, nowadays we have these things called phones that you can take a picture, mm. and everybody, you know, mm. selfies everywhere. So Governor Whitmer is at a restaurant this weekend with twelve people, double. Mm. No masks. That's awesome. And a friend of hers took a picture. We're having a good time. We're having a party. Right. Put it on Facebook or Twitter. Uh Uh-oh. Take that picture down right away. She got caught. Once again, Governor Whitmer. And, and, but she. That's what happened to Gavin Newsom in California. Yes. Yes. Early on. Same thing. Same thing. But, But she feels really bad. She issued a statement last night, yesterday. I went with friends to a local restaurant. As more people arrived, the tables were pushed together. Oh. Because we're all vaccinated, we didn't stop to think about it. In retrospect, I should have thought about it. I am human. I made a mistake, and I apologize. Hmm. That seems to be a regular refrain from her. Well. Well, she's very, very human. Yeah. She does this a lot. She apologized for getting the cheesecake rather than the apple pie. <laughs> there you go. She went, she went out of town. She went to Florida mm-hmm. on a private jet when she was telling the people of Michigan, you need to stay home. Don't need to be traveling around. She goes down. She wanted to see her dad. All right. She went down to see her dad in Florida. But one of the other parts of that is that she took a private jet and charged it to some 
a nonprofit fund somewhere. A private jet. Yep. The beautiful thing that happened was this picture. We posted, can we post this? It's on our Facebook page. She is at a restaurant, yeah, hanging out with her friends. Mm-hmm. After she's had this, are, so are you saying to me, Fred, she's in violation of her own regulations? Yes. Or her own dictates? Yes. And she's having lunch at uh, having lunch with some friends at four, at the Land Shark Bar and Grill, and they're 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 violating Land the or, her own orders. I don't know when she's up for re-election, but if she wins again, uh, the joke's on the people of Michigan because mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine her winning again. But maybe maybe she's popular, and I don't even know about it in uh, in Michigan. I haven't seen the numbers, the surveys yet. But anyway, next story, Fred. All right. Ceasefire is still holding in, uh, in the Middle East this morning. Uh, our Secretary of State, Blinken, is on his way there to try to bring – the Palestinians and the Israelis together. Um, but there was an interesting briefing on Friday at the White House. Jen Psaki, the White House spokesperson, said, uh, now we're, go- we're going to ensure that uh, we rearm the Israelis because they had to use a lot of weaponry to defend themselves. But then she said something at the end that really kind of caught my attention. And uh, Brent, uh, let's play that uh, clip of Jen Psaki. We have no plans to change our uh, security assistance uh, that we're providing to Israel. But I will say that the president's view is through is that we need to do we need to move forward on a couple of fronts. Certainly supporting uh, the security of Israel is one of them. Uh, But another front is rebuilding, playing a constructive role in rebuilding Gaza. United States taxpayers dollars is now going to be flowing into Hamas terrorist controlled Gaza to help them put everything back together again. Well, I already I think we already give money. We have given money over the years to maybe it's the Palestinian Authority. Yes, on the West Bank. Not Hamas. Yes, they are different. But she said rebuild Gaza. She said rebuild Gaza, which is Hamas. That's what she's giving money to Hamas. Mm-hmm. That's in essence what she's saying. You know what? Uh, there was. Uh, it's not surprising to me with the Biden administration uh, and the lefties. There was no. They did, unless she said something else that I didn't hear and we didn't play. It didn't sound like it was conditional. Well, yeah. even if uh, there was a Christian, actually Christian ministry that caught a few years ago, they were helping rebuild some buildings and they gave them cement. The only problem is, we know Hamas terrorists use the cement to build tunnels. In under Israel. Yeah. That's... Well, but here's what I'm saying. Yeah. Here's what I'm saying. Hamas is an internationally recognized terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. They reject the idea of Israel being legitimate as a state, period. Yes. Okay, they want, them, they want the Jews pushed into the sea. What I'm saying to you is, if you're going to give money to Hamas slash Gaza rebuilding... You need to at least I would you need to at least say it's conditional on Hamas accepting the terms, uh, except, uh, releasing a statement saying they recognize the right of Israel. To, you you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then we will talk about monies to rebuild. But to say rebuild Gaza, which is a 
terrible place. Hornet's nest. It's, 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 the Israelis left altogether a few years ago. It's just, anyway. I, I think you could sum up this whole situation this way, that if the Palestinians were to lay down their weapons, there would be no more, more, no more war. If the Israelites were to lay down their weapons, there'd be no more Israel. Mm. That's really the issue, because as you just said, Tim, in the Hamas charter, they want the elimination of Israel. Israel doesn't have in their charter the elimination of the Palestinians. In fact, right. Israel, on a couple of occasions, has offered the Palestinians, more than a couple of occasions, offered the Palestinians their own homeland, and they rejected it. So it is pretty, and I'm not saying Israel's always right in everything they do. I'm simply saying from the foundation of what they believe, it's Hamas, which is causing the trouble here. And Hamas, I don't know if they knew this, but when they, Hamas is an acronym that means something, but actually the word Hamas in Hebrew means violence. That's what the word means. I don't know if they meant to make that. that connection or not, but they, if they were to lay down their weapons, it'd be no more war. If the well, Israels were to lay down their weapons, it'd be no more Israel. Jinsaki saying that the Biden administration wants to help Israel defend itself because the Iron Dome is very important and so forth. And Israel, you know, they do most of their own, but we do give them a lot of money. We, mm -hmm. the United States federal government, but we also give the Palestinian Authority um, money as well. But Tim, we give them money and then they pay terrorists to blow themselves up yeah. in the presence of innocent people. They pay the families of yes. these people. Yes. So our money is actually going to encourage suicide bombers. Okay, so I, I looked this up because you were asking the question. It says that the Arabic name of the group Hamas mm -hmm. is an acronym for, I'm not going to try to re repeat this in Arabic, but it means Islamic resistance movement. Mm -hmm. uh, in, but it, like you said, Frank, it also happens to be a Hebrew word meaning violence. Yep. Wow. Let me just add one thing. I've talked about this before. This is my opinion based on my personal experience, having traveled many, uh, you know, 25 times, dealing with Arabs all the time in Israel, uh, Arab bus drivers, Arab guides who are Christians. Uh, the, the vast majority of Arabs in Israel, they don't want war. They don't want to fight with the, with the Jews. The, uh, <clears throat> yes, they have their own perspective on some of the land issues going on there and the settlements and so forth. But there was a survey done a few years ago of Arab, also called Palestinians, Arab people who live in Israel. By the way, they are full citizens yes. in Israel. It's mm -hmm. a Western-style democracy, even though they got a, they got that crazy parliamentarian election every two months deal <laughs> they got going on over there. I don't understand it. I don't know why people put themselves through that. But uh, anyway, the point is that the survey of the Arab Israelis, would you rather live in Israel or would you rather live in a Muslim country? And they said, no, we want to live in Israel. Yeah, Tim, they have more... They have more rights in Israel than they do in many of their own countries. The right. Arabs do. So they, they know the advantage of it. But Hamas, just like the mob, the mob rules a neighborhood. And everybody there who lives there uh, may agree, uh, may not, uh, they may say, well, I don't like the violence that the mob rules with, but we can't say anything because if we say anything, they'll shoot us. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So the people of Israel who are Arabs, 
many of them live in fear, especially in Gaza, of speaking out anything uh, critical of Hamas because it'll be the, you know, because that end of them. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, but um, and by the way, you, you don't have to always look at me. <laughs> Every I know. Time you start I knew. Talking I, I about was, the mob, you know. For I did, for, I did, and I was about to say something <laughs> related to your ethnicity. Is well, it, you know, am I saying what's right, Ed? Since you're mob. Italian, yeah, that's right. They found Jimmy Hoffa's where he died. Uncle Rocco, I see, but I don't even know if he Uncle was Rocco. Uncle Vinny. Yeah, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. By the way, <laughs> I don't, unknown's I don't really, calling I don't me really right care. now. You want to answer the unknown? Unknown no. calling you on my cell phone. Uh-huh. Oh, it's probably something important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And does anybody know any Mr. Risk? <laughs> Mr. Risk. Yeah. Mr. Spam Risk. He Mr. Calls spam me. Risk. He calls he call, me a lot, too. He calls you, too? That's right. He's yeah. always wanting money or something. I always, always, I, I always answer, and I give him your number, Tim. <laughs> right? You're a true friend. <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't. don't want to go on a tour, but I know somebody who does. <laughs> That's right. Who spam Risk. I don't, I don't need a timeshare, but I know someone <laughs> who does. And by the way, we're on to your tricks, people. <laughs> Of, of of using local phone numbers to try oh, to get yeah. right. to, huh? Oh right. yeah, I get that uh, all the time. Get, try to get to us here. All right, Fred, I tell go my ahead. mom to stop calling. All right, last month, the city of St. Louis elected its first black female mayor. Uh, her name is Tashara Jones. Now, unfortunately, like a lot of major cities in this country, there's a huge crime problem. St. Louis has now become, when you do the murder rate for a city, the highest murder rate in the country. Now, you would think the first priority of a brand new mayor facing this kind of stat in your city would be to bolster up the police department. Deal with this. They have a hundred unfilled police positions in that city. Yeah, I wonder why. The new, the new mayor says, we're not going to fill them. Hmm. This is becoming a pattern. Philadelphia, Democrat-run city, 200 murders so far this, this year. Chicago, everybody, you listen to the stats every weekend. It's a horrible weekend in Chicago every weekend, the number of deaths. New York, on and on and on. But you would think, as I say, a brand-new mayor wants to do something to stop this violence. No, sir. Stacy Washington, uh, St. Louis commentary, and uh, we're familiar no, with Stacey, this. Stacy used to be on our network. Yes, yes. On AFR. She's a, she's a friend of ours. and She's, she's from St. Louis. She's from St. Louis. Yeah. Yes. This is what she had to say this morning on Fox & Friends. Cut 10. One of the most prevalent calls that police receive are domestic disturbance calls, and those are also the most dangerous calls. A police officer is more likely to be shot on that call than any other. So I'm not sure what what research she's looking at, but 81% of black Americans in poll after poll, the most recent one being a Gallup one, say they want more police in their neighborhoods, they want better policing, they want better uh, better relationships with the police. So that I'm not sure what she's looking at. She's newly elected, so evidently she ran on this platform. I don't, Fred. I, uh, I, I'm, I don't. How do I say this? Uh, I don't have any sympathy for the people of St. Louis who voted for her. Well, we don't know. I, what... I, I do for the people who maybe who didn't vote for her. Who are that? She's only mayor of St. Louis proper. Okay. Yeah. The Greater St. Louis area is two and a half million people or so. That's probably half a million people. We, we don't city. know what platform she ran on. I have a friend of mine that just looks like he won the, the mayor race in Anchorage, 
and he was running against a far left AOC type politician who ran as a conservative. And if he had won, <laughs> he'd have governed like an AOC liberal or Marxist. You mean this AOC liberal in Anchorage ran as a conservative? Ran more conservative, yeah, than he really is. Okay. So maybe she just said what she needed to say to get elected, and now, I don't know, I didn't follow the St. Louis mayor race, but <laughs> maybe that's it. Her, her budget proposal is also going to close the city jail, as well mm -hmm. as diverting the $4 million from police to social programs, and she's going to cut this one, uh, the 100 police jobs. So this is going to have, if this is, if this goes through, it's going to have wide far reaching effects on St. Louis proper. And to your point, Tim, um, there are going to be a lot of people there who, who are going to be saying, well, I didn't sign up for that. Think of the morale problem too, on the current police force. If they're not being replaced with those hundred people you mentioned, Fred, does that mean longer hours or fewer people with them when they go into a hostile situation? The morale of the current police officers has got to be down. Yeah, this will this will spiral, right? You know, as that if that is true, and it's got to be true because crime's going up, and you've got a hundred fewer policemen. So what you're talking about, Frank, is the stress on the current police officers is going to only grow. So you're going to have you're going to continue to have people saying, "I'm okay. out of here. I'm going to a yeah. yeah I'm suburb. getting out of this. I'm getting out of St. Louis. And you know what? This is a." Uh, uh, but like I said, if the people are going to vote for this, mm -hmm. then let them let them uh, live in it. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? I'm, I know are, what you're are, saying. Are you, are you feeling feel me? You. Are you I feel feeling you. me? Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, yeah. I, we we scratch our heads about Minneapolis. Yeah. Same thing. I yeah. mean, the response in uh, in in that city is that uh, uh, liberal, liberalism is killing our city. Give us more of it. Yeah, right. that's, that's what they're saying. That's it, what they're saying. It, so, I, you know, I, 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 I'm, I don't know what to believe anymore, but I'm concerned about even believing some of these election results, yep. yeah. given what happened in 2020. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but, you know, these inner cities, they're all Democrats. Mm -hmm. they're, I don't think it's any. Huh? Yeah, they just vote that way, regardless of they vote get, that way. person has a D behind their name. They're just going to vote that yeah. way. Yeah, the, I'm talking about the inner cities. Sure. The, the, yeah. the big city mayors mm -hmm. and so forth. Go ahead, Fred. Well, let's talk about Frank's program, cross-examine. Yeah, I don't know what to believe either. I don't either. That guy's crazy. <laughs> you don't either. You're the president. <laughs> Some great programs, and I was telling Frank this morning, I was filling in for Sandy, and he joined me. Uh, he did a podcast last few weeks, mm -hmm. Freedom Requires Restraint. And I was listening to the podcast, and in there, there was a streeter. This gentleman, Frank can tell you his name. Joseph back home who went to the University of Washington about five years ago with a microphone and asked students questions. Are we going to play that clip? Do we have yes. time to play it? What's okay. a streeter for those who don't it's know? It's a guy just interviewing people on, man, the, on man the, the campus. Street man on the street. Man now, on the street. Now, this is, this, is, this is important, the information I'm about to tell you. He's a 40-year-old 5'9 white guy. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Fred. So you sent you sent him or you sent him out to no 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 he did he, this, he did this on his own. Sent it to you. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I've seen it. It's on okay. YouTube. Just, yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah. because you can't see what's going on, and yeah. people can go watch it. The reason you're saying he's a five nine white guy and he's going out on the street. Where is he, Fred? University of Washington. University of Washington, and T he's interviewing just students, ra random people, students, students, students yeah. on campus. Have okay. a listen. Cut number four. So if I told you that I was a woman, what would your response be? Good for you. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Nice to meet you. I'll be like, what? <laughs> really? I don't have a problem with it. I'd ask you how you came to that conclusion. If I told you that I was Chinese, what would your response be? I mean, I might be a little surprised, but I would say, good for you. Like, yeah, be who you are. <laughs> I would maybe think you had some Chinese ancestor. I would ask you how you similarly came to that conclusion and why you came to that conclusion. Um, I would have a lot of questions just because on the outside, I would assume that you're a white man. If I told you that I was seven years old, what would your response be? Um, I wouldn't believe that immediately. Uh, I probably wouldn't believe it, but I mean, I it wouldn't really bother me that much to go out of my way and tell you no, you're wrong. I'd just be like, oh, okay, he wants to say he's seven years old. If you feel seven at heart, then, <laughs> then so be it. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> so if I wanted to enroll in a first grade class, do you think I should be allowed to? Uh, probably not, I guess. I mean, unless you haven't completed first grade up to this point and for some reason you need to do that now. If that's where you feel, like, mentally you should be, then I feel like there are communities that would accept you for that. I would say so long as you're not hindering society and you're not causing harm to other people, I feel like that should be an okay thing. If I told you I'm six feet, five inches, what would you say? That I would question. Why? <laughs> because you're not. <laughs> no, I don't think you're six foot five. If you truly believed you're six five, I don't think it's harmful. I think it's fine if you believe that. It doesn't matter to me if you think you're taller than you are. <laughs> so you'd be willing to tell me I'm wrong? I wouldn't tell you you're wrong. No, but I say that um, I don't think that you are. I feel like that's not my place as like another human to say someone is wrong or to draw lines or boundaries. No, I mean, I wouldn't just go like, oh, you're wrong. Like, that's wrong to believe in it. Because, I mean, again, it doesn't really bother me what you want to think about your height or anything. So I can be a Chinese woman. You... <laughs> um, sure. But I can't be a six foot five Chinese woman. Yes. What does yes mean? Uh, who Was knows? That yes, yes, I agree, or yes? She's confused. Obviously, Tim. I, I, don't wanna... think, I don't think she's confused. No. I think they're lying to themselves. Well, of course they are. They know the truth, and, and they were lying. That's why they lied. That's they're, why they lied. They're, 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 they're having trouble answering the question because they know the truth, and they don't want to say the truth because it's politically incorrect. And, to say and, he's and the they'll white get guy. in trouble. Yeah. Uh, Tim, I just want to quote you when I was listening to those uh, college students when you say, "Shut up, <laughs> just shut up, just shut up." Yeah, I know that they're worthy of it. Just shut up. Yes, right there, those college students. They're so tortured. Can you can you hear it? They're like going, yeah. uh, I know, like Frank mm -hmm. just said, I know the right answer. You're not Chinese, <laughs> and you're not 6'5", dude. <laughs> but I can't say that because I see what he's trying to do here. Yes. Mm -hmm. Trap me in my own argument. Uh, trap, you know, against, especially against a man saying he's a woman. Right. And they got, so I, they're, but these are, these are college kids, kids. college kids. And I would, I just wonder how prevalent that kind of nuttiness. That's what you want to call this it. This was recorded five years ago, five years ago. So it's worse is, now. Yeah. Yes. It's worse now. It's so worse. you can assume it is. This is the only thing that's wrong in American culture now is to say someone's wrong. Notice that? Yeah. Unless yeah. of course you don't agree with transgender ideology, then you're wrong. Yes. Well, that's true. That's right. <laughs> That's a good point. Or if you're pro-life. Yeah, then you're wrong. If that question went, 
I'd like to ask those students if I was today. I think I'm a pilot mm-hmm. of a 737. I have twenty thousand hours. I just tell them that. Will you get on the plane with me? Because I don't have twenty thousand hours on a 737, and I'm going to be captain. Are you going to fly on the plane with me? That's right. Or you need heart surgery? Today I'm a heart surgeon. Today I identify I'm a... with one. I identify. Yeah. You're yeah. worried about the vaccine? I identify as someone who's had one. Listen, that student <laughs> who said, yeah, if you want to enroll in first grade, if that's what you think, it, as long as it doesn't harm society, and I was thinking, how could that not harm society? Those right. people wouldn't pass first grade. <laughs> that kind of response. Yeah, what, about, what about what about someone who's thirty five? They're years laughing. Old? They're laughing, and they're and they're and they're hesitating because they know their answer's wrong. But they're going to give it anyway because they don't want to be canceled by their friends, or they they don't want to be told, "I can't believe you're such a bigot." So that thought is preventing them from stating the, the obvious truth. Yes. What what if a thirty five year old said, "I identify as a sixty seven year old." man and i want my social security yeah. i'm retiring yeah well if you yeah have you also noticed that uh that uh, these same people who say you should accept uh a man saying he's a woman and just accept that as reality uh are the same people who get upset if you if you uh, uh what they call appropriate race cultural appropriation in other words if i were to claim like he did i was a chinese person or if i said i like that rachel uh yeah she said i'm i'm black even though she's white Mm -hmm. right well many in the black community and liberals got upset with her for saying she was black when they wouldn't get upset with her if she were to say i'm a man she was the head of the nca uh uh nc NAACP chapter. She and, and yes, people, she, was. she was claiming to be black all those years. Right, right. By the way, that whole video is on the Washington Family Policy Council YouTube channel. And if you listen to our podcast called uh, Freedom Requires Restraint from a couple of weeks ago, you'll see it there too. Here all right. Goes. We shall return in a couple of minutes with more of today's issues right here on American Family Radio. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.